This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. All shortage is expected to worsen after the acorn closures. Albuterol is among the top 10 most commonly prescribed medications in the country. For more stories, podcasts, and videos, we prescribe a visit to our website. Check us out anytime, nowdecatur.com. Where did COVID come from? I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. Americans deserve to know, and they deserve not to be lied to. Congresswoman Debbie Lesko is on the House Republican-led committee investigating COVID origins, holding their first hearing in an hour after recent FBI and Energy Department assessments that the virus likely leaked out of a Chinese lab. Focus of the select subcommittee on the coronavirus pandemic will be how the theory from many, including Dr. Anthony Fauci, of the virus originating in nature and not from a Wuhan, China lab, developed. Fox's Grinnell Scott Fauci will not testify today, but former CDC Director Robert Redfield will. Also this morning at the House, Federal Reserve Chairman Jerome Powell will testify the day after telling a Senate hearing more and bigger interest rates are coming to fight inflation. That triggered a stock sell-off, and Powell took some heat from senators. Putting 2 million people out of work is just part of the cost, and they just have to bear it. That's Democratic Senator Elizabeth Warren. Republican John Kennedy asked Powell. When you're slowing the economy, you're trying to put people out of work. That's your job, is it not? Not really. We're trying to we're trying to restore price stability. No, um, you're trying you're trying to raise not, not the wages. Un, you're trying to raise the unemployment rate. Another city in Ukraine may fall to Russian forces. Bakhmut. NATO's leader said this morning Russia could take over in a matter of days. The two Americans who survived Friday's attack and kidnapping in Mexico are now back in the U.S. Their two friends were found dead. Police found Latavia McGee and Eric Williams alive in a small house. Their friends Indel Brown and Shahid Woodard dead in a field nearby. Some on Capitol Hill want the U.S. military to go after the cartels with or without Mexico's permission. Mexican President Lopez Obrador says one man is in custody while they look for others. That's Fox's William Lajeunesse. An attempt to legalize recreational marijuana in a 20-second state goes up in smoke. Voters in Oklahoma rejected it. A majority voting no on the ballot question yesterday. America's listening to Fox News. Paid for by government.com. Did you hear? A recent stash of $20 Gold Liberty coins from the 1800s has been found. These gorgeous gold coins are as bright and shiny as the day they were struck in the late 1800s. And less than 50 of these gold coins are available. Coin experts are calling this gold find an incredible opportunity. Call 1-888-201-7082 and you are guaranteed a $20 Gold Liberty coin minted by the U.S. Mint in the 1800s. But with extremely limited availability, you must call now. These gold Liberty coins from the 1800s are still in uncirculated condition. That is history you can hold in your hand. To learn more, call 1-888-201-7082. Call now and you'll receive a free American Coin Collector's Bonus Package, a $75 value free with every order. Call 1-888-201-7082 now to secure your $20 gold Liberty coin stated from the 1800s before they sell out. That's 1-888-201-7082. It is International Women's Day, and the United Nations just declared the country where women and girls are most repressed in the world is Afghanistan. More than a year after the Taliban retook control when U.S. troops withdrew, imposing a ban on educating girls beyond sixth grade. The U.N. also not happy with Britain. We're just like the U.S. There's been a surge of migrants, and the prime minister has a controversial way to deal with it. The new plan would block anyone arriving in the U.K. illegally from claiming asylum, for example, by crossing the English Channel on a small boat. They'd be deported 
and banned from ever coming back. Entering the UK illegally in small boats has more than quadrupled in just the last two years. Prime Minister Rishi Sunak. But the UN Refugee Agency's representative in the UK isn't happy, saying the proposals are very concerning and would block even those with a compelling claim. Jonathan Savage, Fox News. There's pushback in another state on attempts to limit abortions following the Supreme Court decision letting conservative-led states ban or restrict the procedure. The New Mexico Senate votes to support a bill to prohibit local governments from blocking access to abortion, birth control, and prevention of or treatment for sexually transmitted diseases. The bill would also ban restrictions on gender-affirming care, including limits on hormone therapy therapy and surgeries. The state's House must approve Senate amendments, but the 23 to 15 vote means the bill is likely to reach the desk of Democratic Governor Michelle Lujan Grisham, a vocal supporter of abortion rights. If passed, it could also impact abortion access for residents in neighboring states like Texas, where there are bans on the procedure. Kristen Goodwin. Fox News. We mentioned yesterday's stock sell-off. The Dow plunged more than 500 points, but this morning, stock futures are up very slightly ahead of today's trading. I'm Dave Anthony, and this is Fox News. Over 115 years, Anderson Windows and Doors has pioneered new products, set higher standards for our entire industry, and ultimately become America's premier window manufacturer. Couple that with Huff Lumber and Home Specialties, and you get a combination that brings you the highest quality products with the expertise to get the job done right. Huff Lumber and Home Specialties, who says you can't have it all? This has been a long, cold winter. So start thinking spring and spring projects and how Moroa Lumber can help. I'm Jen Wood, and I'm inviting you to bring your spring to-do list into Moroa Lumber. Whether it's windows or siding replacement, updating your deck, or building a new home, Moroa Lumber has top-quality building materials to get your job done. Plus, don't forget about our rental center to help you with any project. We rent anything from lawn and garden equipment to drywall lifts. For all of your spring project needs, remember Moroa Lumber, 794-2226. Hey, you do the weather, and then I'll nitpick it all the way through the forecast. Pass. Got a theme going today. Oh, man. I don't think that means I'll, I'll Facebook it while you do okay, it. Okay, you can do that. Yeah, yeah. There you go. All right, today we've got a 20% chance. Why only 20? Of... <laughs> you said Facebook. Go on. Twenty percent chance of snow before nine a.m. Most why snow? Oh, no. It's March. Oh, no, I can't do. St. Patrick's Day parade is Saturday. <laughs> what the hell are you talking about with snow? <laughs> yeah, Clay's out here. <laughs> it's gonna be a high of forty-eight today. Why low, only forty-eight? Uh, low of thirty-three tonight. Rain on Thursday and Friday breezy. That's where we're at. I don't know why we have to have Breeze. we got a lot to get to this hour. Clay's in from the Park District. Jennifer's going to join us from ADM. Big announcement on the support of the community. Uh, big, big number. Plus, Topper on Sports, the company starts now. Buyers and Company, WSOY, 1340 AM, 103.3 FM. Streaming live at NowDecatur.com.
good news is, uh, yeah, they're going to fix the pavilion. Bad news is it's going to cost you $285,714 for a rental. I'm teasing. We were just doing the rental cost uh, debate uh, last hour. Uh, Clay joins us from the uh, Decatur Park District. Uh, we've got a, well, two, pa- you brought two pages today. No, page and a half. You doing okay? I am. Look how I'm nervous you are. Why are you nervous? I'm nervous. You're Why? wound up this morning. I'm not so. wound up at all. <laughs> I'm just commenting on the ridiculous nature of life today. This is a guy that is like not got to work for the next four or five days. Is that what That's it is? the energy you're getting today. Is that what it is? <laughs> that is exactly I'm putting it all into the last show. <laughs> That's right. You go away for four days. You never know you're coming back That's these right. days, right? That's right. Yeah. I could be put out to pasture. Uh, anyway, uh, we have a whole lot to get to, uh, here over the next 20 minutes or so. Uh, uh, and I know you like the script, but, um, you know. Gives us a baseline. No, I don't need a baseline. I, I, conversation. Here we go. Yesterday, uh, there was an announcement of a centennial event uh, around the, um, uh, the lake, which, uh, is, I think in July, whatever, uh, turns 100. I don't know how, if that was when the lake was finished or when the lake was started, but you go back all those years ago. Right. A.E. Staley, who needed the water to, to refine, uh, corn, uh, created this lake. It's, it's, in my opinion, in my lifetime, always been underutilized as far as recreation is concerned. It's been a great source for businesses and companies. And one of the things that we can point to as far as attracting people to come here, it's right in the middle of the community. It's pretty. And the people who do use it, use it a lot. Mm-hmm. I mean, boaters are, are very, I mean, you know, everybody always told me, you know, there's two, two days of excitement about a boat. You know, the first day you buy it and then the day you sell it, uh, you, you know, the, but yet there's people that love it. But we, we don't do a lot, even though a lot of your parkland is butted up right against it. Right, right. So we're starting to change that. Yeah. Um, you look at the, the marina development going on that last year. Great. Put in 40 slips. This year we're putting in 60 slips. And what that's doing is allowing more public access to boat slips so folks can keep their boats on the lake. Yeah. Um, I like to use Jerry Culp as the Macon County Conservation District Director as a, as a kind of example. But Jerry called me shortly after arriving in the community. He was an outsider moving to Decatur. Said, hey, I want to get my boat on the lake. And I said, Jerry, you're on a wait list, but it might be 10 years. Um, so by, by adding those docks and marinas and the If you ship, don't have a private dock. If you don't have a private dock, you yeah. don't live on the lake. Yeah. So that's really the only way you can have a private dock or belong to a boat club is, is if you live on the lake. So, um, so yeah, that's uh, good things going on, uh, with the lakefront development and trying to provide more public access. I think here in the next couple of years, hopefully sooner, hopefully in the next year, you might start to see things like pontoon boat rentals, jet ski rentals, things like that. So folks can get out on the lake more who don't have a, uh, vehicle to ride on. So um, that's some cool things. Now, you, but I also, it's, it's important to point out that the, the water's edge is where your responsibility is because the lake is owned and operated by the city of Decatur. It is. Elevation 614 to be exact is when it becomes Park District land. Uh, kind of interesting point there. But uh, I'm just saying it's, I'm always careful of this because if you go to Lake Patrol or you're trying to get a license or a sticker or any of that, all of that is the city of Decatur, not the Park District. Correct. But I think we're both, both the city and the Park District are, are always interested in quality of life initiatives and, you know, recreation is the thing we do. So we're very interested in what goes on in Lake and trying to provide more amenities down there for folks to do. It just enhances the quality of life and, and makes Decatur a place folks want to want to relocate to. Okay. So the city of Decatur, 
the Decatur Area Convention and Visitors Bureau, the Decatur Park District, and the Staley Family Foundation, which is Mark and Julie, uh, uh, you know, but A.E. Staley, you know, being the, uh, the family name, uh, you got together, had a press conference yesterday. Now, I mean, I, I get it's, you know, July is a long way away, and, and a lot of these details will, will be finalized, but I, I really, it's basically a couple of days of, Entertainment? Yeah, entertainment activities, art fair. Um, so yesterday was really intended to be a save the date, uh, for folks to just get on the radar and start to get some interest. So, um, already in the Park District email this morning, we had different vendors from Springfield and Champaign reaching out to us to see how they could participate. So, Great. Um, it's just a way to get out there, get the word out and start to, to get some buzz around it. So, um, there's going to be local bands playing on stages down there. Again, art throughout, uh, the Nelson Park Boulevard, lots of food trucks, um, other things going on the lake. I know they're going to attempt a Guinness Book of World Records um, achievement with having more than, I think it's 380 plastic boats okay, on the lake. So, so here, here's what I knew the first question on Facebook was going to be, because <laughs> I talked to Stephanie about this, and she asked if we'd want to sponsor it. And I'm like, okay, you're throwing a bunch of plastic into the lake? You, you don't think people are going to go... Uh, yeah. Evidently, there's a plan, you know, with Lake Patrol, Absolutely. they capture all this stuff. Because, I mean, I mean, you know, you just, you get trained by these people. There's absolutely a plan. All the Lake Patrol staff were down there yesterday, and Stephanie even mentioned that uh, Jennifer and her team are heading up the, the efforts. You know, there will be a barrier to contain all that and whatnot. And I get we'll it. But it is, it's counterintuitive as a sponsor to go, yeah, let's throw a bunch of plastic in the lake. Yeah, yeah. No, but it's also cool to think about Decatur being in the Guinness Book of World Records. I don't know what else we're in there for, if anything. But, um, you know, a cool way to bring families and kids and get kids involved in the community. All right. So put it on your calendar, the uh, 8th and 9th. Now, what does that mean for 4th of July? So still normal 4th of July festivities down at the lake. We'll have fireworks. We'll have a band down to Devon during the day. Um, just normal, normal 4th of July. And then we kick into another busy weekend the following weekend. Wouldn't, so. it, wouldn't it make sense to sort of combine the efforts since that's that weekend? I mean, instead of doing everything on a Tuesday night? So. So, yes, the problem is getting fireworks because there are lots of communities that do their um, fireworks around July 4th. We have always had our vendor locked in for July 4th, uh. thankfully, but also getting food vendors, things like that. It's a lot harder to do it on a holiday because they're in demand everywhere. Well, but they're already going to be on the 8th and the 9th. They will be here today the 9th. Yeah, they're probably already booked on the 4th. No, I'm saying why not just move the fireworks to that weekend? Because the fireworks are already booked for another okay. small town community July 8th and 9th. All right. We always run into this issue, even when we have a rain date, if it rains. And there's also the people that get like incredibly angry if it's not on the 4th well, of July. That I, I, I mean, it, it, it doesn't, I mean, I don't know why people are so literal with this stuff. I, you got all the volunteers, you got all the stuff, you got all the police, you got all the, I mean, everything coming the 8th and the 9th, you got to do it all on the 4th and then sure. turn around and do it again four, four days later. Yeah. But, I mean, for us at the Park District, you know, July 4th, yes, we have a little bit more uh, police presence with Park Police and then City Police help as well just to, to with traffic flow. That, that's, that's it. But but that's really it. We, we have our normal food truck vendors down at the lake, so it's not really a – it's kind of like another Devon show for us down at the lake. All right. So do you guys know what entertainment you're going to have for that, or is that still in the works? For July 4th? Yeah. We can. Um, can't remember if it's I been announced remember, or not. Yeah, it has. It's, it's uh, I think, a band from Springfield. I'm not entirely sure. Um, Is Smash Mouth coming? Yeah, that's in my notes. Okay, well, I didn't see it. Where, where, when was that released? That was announced yesterday. It was announced or put up on Facebook? It was announced, press release and Facebook. We didn't get a press release. Mm, I'll check that. 
Okay, Lindsay, I mean, you had this fight with Lindsay. I talked about it last night. We didn't get a, did okay. you, you get a, a, a press release? Uh, not on that one. Yeah. I saw blood, sweat, and tears. I'll follow up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Should have been a press release that went out. Um, I know we had some staff issues yesterday with folks out six, but let me check on that. But well, I'm, I'm, it's okay. So, yeah. I just think sometimes it's like, you know, oh, we put it on Facebook. It's like, well, okay. well, if we give you a press release for every single show, you'll probably kill me, but. <laughs> Because <laughs> we have like two, two, literally ten to fifteen show announcements. You're turning week, into so. Bill Clevenger. You're too uh, sensitive. Hey I, I, oh. I just, I'm telling you, I it just, I was exciting. I mean, I think they're a fun show. Yes. Our guy has gone to see them. You know, he's 19. Their era kind of loves this band yeah. and their music, and I thought it was great. But then I thought, well, I don't know. I haven't seen anything. Yeah. So Smash Mouth, Brian, is coming on Saturday, August 5th. Okay. So that was announced yesterday. Uh, Smash Mouth's an American rock band formed in 94, and several hits in the late 90s and early 2000s. It's kind of my uh, genre, um, including songs from Shrek was their big, you know, movie hit with uh, All Star and I'm a Believer. Uh, and, and oh my gosh, Shrek came out in 2001. I feel old this morning. But uh, that is included in the season ticket package, so uh, we're excited to bring Smash All right, So that is, so if you're already uh, purchased your season tickets, some of these shows included some uh, on top of or extra, uh, but that's what I wanted to ask you about because I, I, I thought that's what the case, but I wanted to make sure. So yes. I, I get that already. Yeah. Great. So that's included. And then uh, yesterday as well, again, we've got lots of shows to roll out this week uh, that they've kind of been confirmed and now we can roll them out. But Glenn Burtnick's Summer of Love concert was also announced yesterday. That'll be on Friday, June 23rd. Uh, Glenn's an American singer-songwriter, best known as a former member of the band Styx. Uh, his show celebrates all of the great music from Woodstock in the summer of 69, including Santana, Jimi Hendrix, The Beatles, The Stones, The Doors, The Grateful Dead, Chicago, and so many more. So uh, that's going to be a fun show. Uh, looking at him this morning, uh, he's just got a tremendous repertoire that he performs. So uh, that'll be a cool concert on Friday, June 23rd. All right. And then, you, as you mentioned, Blood, Sweat, and Tears, which is July 14th. So you're going to be busy July. Jeez Louise. Yep. And then Staying Alive. This one will be great. I don't know if they can do it. You know, the, the Stones bands, you know, can never replicate, you know, uh, Keith Richards' guitar playing, you know, because he does that weird five-string thing. Man, that acapella stuff with the Bee Gees and the, the high pitch, you know, even Barry Gibb learned how to do that. Uh, you, you know, it was pretty amazing. That would be great, though, if they can do it. I looked at them the other night, and uh, they seem like they are a high-energy group, and I think they're going to pull it off. So, yeah, Friday, August 4th. We'll There's so many hits. Yeah, we'll welcome Staying Alive, No One Night with the Bee Gees. And then just a note, T-Pain, uh, you know, we weren't sure how the show was going to go, but the tickets are going tremendously well. We're over 1,700 sold just in the last week, so uh, that's super exciting. And then, coming up this morning, you will get a press release on this one. Uh, announcing at 10 a.m., we are bringing uh, a Mexican singer, composer, and songwriter uh, Ramon Ayala uh, to the Devon. This will be the first time we've hosted a Hispanic artist at the Devon, uh, so we're excited for that. I, I know I, I, I'm a connoisseur of Mexican restaurants in town and uh, have talked to a lot of the folks who uh, who have helped me there about uh, Ramon, and they're excited to, for us to bring something to the community for them. So uh, that show will be happening on September 17th, and uh, it, it Everybody jokes with me in the office because uh, Ramon is an older man. I'm going to say in the early 50s. He plays a uh, accordion, multiple accordions. 77 years old, Clay. Ah, okay. Well, I was judging by appearance. <laughs> I guess I assumed something, but he's aged well. Um, so he's 77 years old, but uh, he is a very well-known artist in the Hispanic community. So, can you, uh, Nick, can you pull me uh, <laughs> like mi piquito de oro? Yeah, give me a second. All right. 
You recognize this guy. No, I know. Yeah, That's what absolutely. I'm saying. This is going to be a good show. I'm excited about this. You know, we have a, uh, you know, with uh, Chico and, and, you know, some of the other groups and, you know, you can listen to Dr. Z uh, every Friday here. Um, you know, a good sized section of our community, you know, that um, I, I feel like maybe we haven't done in, as a community enough to, as far as outreach and inclusion. And I feel like there's more and more of that happening. The thing they have in Fairview Park uh, every year is hugely attended and, and really, really nice. So I'm, I think it's great you guys are doing this show. And I, I, I love it, absolutely. I, this, this, I, this music is just the bomb, I think. That, that was my push. We, we constantly talk about something for everyone, and I said, hold on, we're, we're missing a group here. And so what can we do for the Hispanic community? And uh, we're excited to bring them. I'm there already. <laughs> might have heard him while I was eating at Cancun <laughs> last night. Legitimately. Probably. <laughs> he sings somewhere here. There it is. Oh, yeah. I'm there all day long. Digging it. All right. So that is, what's the date for that? So that's September 17th during Hispanic Heritage Month. We'll be welcoming Ramon. So, uh, and that's not part of the season ticket package. That is not. That is an add-on show. And again, that'll be announced later this morning, although we just announced it. So there it is. All right. Uh, very good. Now, what else? You have a, uh, a lot still today, the day camp open house at the disc, right? We do. So parents who are starting to think about summer and uh, what they're going to do with the kids, we are offering a, a day camp uh, kind of open house on uh, March 18th from 1 to 3 p.m. You can come check out what we do at the this for day camp and so uh, you can see all the different activities we're going to have planned for the kids kind of visit the disc get the layout and lay the land and understand uh, that program so that you can start to make preparations for the summer along with that we've started a new promotion at the disc where you can try your luck and win a chance uh, for a full facility membership uh, with chances for, to win a year uh, of a full facility pass as well so um, you can pick up a card there scratch that off and see if you can get a, a win to uh, join the disc for free yep it doesn't cost you anything so it doesn't fall into the gambling category we talked about. And then uh, where is Garfield Park? Garfield Park is off Grand Avenue next to the old Garfield slash Turfy School over there by Save-A-Lot Foods, county market, the old county market area. County corner from, uh, what was that club called? PJ's. What? <laughs> you don't remember? I th- the Colonial Mall? Uh, West. Do you know the school that's on the corner of Oakland and Grand that's boarded up right now? Uh, yeah. Okay. That's, so that's, that's Garfield Park? That's the old Garfield School, Durfee School, and then Garfield Park is next to that. Okay. So um, we are starting a uh, revise, revitalization effort of Garfield Park. So um, Is that a, a – I mean, I, I just really I, – I can place it now, but I, I haven't been there in years. I mean, yeah. is, that a, is that a park that gets used quite a bit? So – it does get use. It's very large. It's laid out kind of funky. There's been changes to the park over the years and to the neighborhood over the years to where everything's very, very spaced out, hard to get to in the park. Um, there's not been a lot of new. And so we are looking forward to kind of redesigning that park, uh, probably reducing it in size a little bit to make it easier to maintain, but also easier to use. So uh, we're having a kickoff meeting on Thursday, March 23rd at 530 p.m. That'll be at our Pogue Arts and Recreation building. Located that's on Oakland. I know where that is. That's the, yeah, that's the old town. 
Oklahoma Cadillac dealership and Pogue, Pogue dealership there. So um, we've sent out a lot of emails. We've sent out postcards to the residents within a quarter mile of Garfield Park, but we are inviting them to do a community input session uh, and kind of brainstorm, revitalize, reimagine what Garfield Park could look like and then uh, kind of kick that off. The city's also got a revitalization effort of the school going on with a developer to do senior housing over in that neighborhood. So uh, it's kind of kicking off the revitalization efforts in that area. So uh, we're excited about it. First time we've really uh, done a neighborhood park revitalization here in the last 10 or so years. So um, really excited to kick that off and get community input in it. What are you I'm taking a photograph of oh. the paper you hand me so that I can send it to Lindsay so she won't chew my head off about not having a press release. Yeah, the mayor talked about the uh, senior living, that uh, project from an out, outside developer maybe coming into that building. Uh, you know, I, I know everybody gets wary because of stuff that's happened, you know, before and then stuff gets abandoned and then it doesn't. But it doesn't mean you don't I mean, you can't quit trying to do it just because other times have failed. Right. Right. No. But I mean, that's. You know, I'm doing the Facebook answers. <laughs> yeah, right down the street is another school, Roosevelt, where I went to middle school. They got turned into, you know, living. And, and so there's a pattern of, of success right there on that block. I think the development's going to be very similar to that. This, this different, probably gauge more towards seniors than, than this general public. So, um, yeah, I, I think the efforts to go in that neighborhood and do something new for them, um, because they haven't had a lot of things new in that neighborhood. Okay. So, so inevitably, right though, uh, you can't do every neighborhood park no. at once. You just got to start a list and kind of go in and do what you can do. Exactly. Garfield Park is the first one. The next one on the list to probably take a look at is Jasper Park over in the Jasper Street corridor. And then how do you gauge, you know, with just the different way everybody lives today, mm-hmm. I mean, from when those parks were first constructed, how do you manage, like, thinking about the next 25 years and how people are using things or not using things? Right. So we've engaged an engineering firm to help us uh, that kind of has that foresight and, and also staff are looking down the road to say, you know, wh- what can we do to safeguard us and not build something that's going to be obsolete in, you know, 10 yeah. years or so. But I think a big part of this is also including the community in the conversation to say, what, well, what do you want in your park and, and what will you want that you will then use because we don't want to build something that sits there unusable. So that's counterintuitive to every Facebook post ever written. Transparency. No, I mean it's it's it, here's your input. Instead of waiting to comment on something after it's decided, show up and give your input. Yeah. And, I, and I'll tell you, um, Courtney Karsten invited me out to the Coalition of Black Pastors meeting at Richland a couple of weeks ago. Um, tremendous feedback from from those folks. They are doing great work in the community, and uh, they're excited about this and gave us a lot of names to start off with a with an email blast. And then again, anybody else in the community who wants to be involved, you can come on Thursday, March 23rd, 5:30 p.m. The Pogue Arkansas Recreation Center and be part of this exciting process. Great stuff. What was the original Smash Mouth song? Ain't Walking on the Sun. No, it was Yeah, is that mm-hmm. that before Shrek. <laughs> but that's I mean they Shrek are the Shrek doing like monkeys, you know, you know, like recreation. I'm talking about their original song was Walking on the Sun. Walking on the Sun, right? Yep. Yeah. That's a good song. Mm-hmm. I mean that holds up. Yeah. I bet that's good live. All right. Good stuff. We've got a lot to get to here today. We're going to take a break. Here's Nick Smith with your News Channel 20 Storm Team forecast. Topper coming straight up, and then we'll have Jennifer Ballinger in from ADM Cares. Big announcement about what they're doing to help the community next. Stay tuned. Today they've got a 20% chance of snow before 9 a.m., mostly cloudy, high of 48. Tonight, mostly cloudy, low of 33. For Thursday, rain is likely. Uh, afternoon, mostly cloudy and high of 48. And then for Friday, cloudy and breezy, high of 40. Current temperature in downtown Decatur, 
36 degrees. Your WSOY time is 726. This look at your weather brought to you by Eagle Ridge of Decatur. Looking to fall in love with your new home? Eagle Ridge, your affordable, assisted lifestyle community, is newly renovated and ready for you. You can count on them to provide home-cooked meals, small group activities, and visitations with family and friends. They are currently accepting move-ins, and there is no better time than to call them right now. Stop by 875 West McKinley or call 217-872-1282. That's 872-1282. They are an equal housing opportunity lender. Milliken University is committed to making sure every student has access to a private education at an affordable cost. With this commitment, Milliken provides a personalized financial aid package to every admitted student. To receive your personalized award, just complete the free Milliken application for admission and file your FAFSA. Upon acceptance, Milliken's team will work one-on-one with you to provide a competitive financial aid package that is tailored to fit your needs. Submit your application to Milliken University today at milliken.edu apply. In 1965, my father founded Brink Otter Realtors with a singular goal, to support his community's real estate needs with integrity, purpose, and a forward-facing approach to business. Over 55 years later, Brink Otter Realtors still embodies that spirit. Connection, commitment, community. When you're planning to make a move, go with the name you know. Get the service you deserve. Go to BrinkOtter.com to connect with one of our agents today. Find your way home. BrinkOtter.com. John, the price of fuel ain't what it used to be. Yeah, I've just joined my 10th Loyalty Rewards Gas Club. <laughs> Tell me about it. But this whole gas thing isn't stopping Dick Van Dyke Appliance World with this offer. Free standard delivery. Yeah, with select Frigidaire Gallery, Frigidaire Professional, Electrolux, GE Profile, and Cafe Appliances. And you don't have to log on to something, verify an email, think of a password, tell them how old you are. Nope, and the offer is for a limited time, so there's no time to mess around with any of that. Just free standard delivery on those nice appliances, but only for a very short time. Makes my back feel better just hearing about it. And, of course, most qualify for the free 10-year protection plan. At Dick Van Dyke Appliance World. This is Dennis Rekin, chairman of Dick Van Dyke Appliance World. Our exclusive 10-year protection plan comes free with most appliance purchases. Wow! Dick Van Dyke Appliance World. When you buy from us, you get the whole store. Absolutely love this song. My favorite of the Almond Brothers. It's a good one. Even if you're not cowboy, you feel a little cowboy when you're listening to this music. Got a little Bass Reeves in you. We're back here on a beautiful, beautiful uh, start to our morning here, and I blew that uh, time break. I apologize. Just enjoying the music. I was. Yeah. I, you, know, you hear that on your news? Come on. <laughs> It was legit. <laughs> Those are good concerts. You got Bee Gees, got Blood, Sweat, and Tears. You got uh, Smash Mouth. Yeah. Got a guy from Sticks doing all of his favorite, you know, like kind of uh, Woodstock age music. And you got Ramon, Ramon Ayala. Ayala. Yeah. That's, I'm, look, I'm there all day long. Yeah, that's good. It's a good spread. I think about, you know, it was just a couple of years ago. We didn't have any of this. And everybody concentrates on what goes away. No one ever concentrates about what arrives. Right? I mean, we are very, very fortunate. We've got this incredible 
venue with all these great acts coming. What great pleasure that is. All right, we're going to take a break for news. we get back here. Mark Tupper and Tupper on Sports. Don't go anywhere. Fox News. I'm Chris Foster. Two friends from South Carolina were at a hospital in Texas rescued from kidnappers in Mexico, one with gunshot wounds in his leg. Two friends with them were killed. Shahid Woodard and Zindel Brown were already dead by the time authorities arrived on scene. Two other victims, Latavia McGee and Eric James Williams, survived the horrifying kidnapping and are back in the U.S. All four traveled from South Carolina to Mexico, so McGee could get a tummy tuck procedure. McGee's mother giving this update, quote, she's doing okay. She was crying. She watched two of them die. They died in front of her. Fox's Todd Pyro. Four people are killed in a small plane collision over a lake in Winter Haven, Florida. It was an in-air collision, uh, and both planes immediately went to the ground, went to the water. That's Polk County, Florida Chief Steve Lester. One plane was floating on the lake's surface after the crash. One sank. There were two people on board each plane. America's listening to Fox News. Stop in for an oil change at Speed Lube using Pennzoil Platinum Full Synthetic Motor Oil and you earn a $20 gift card. Pennzoil Platinum Synthetics Motor Oils are designed to protect for up to 15 years or 500,000 miles. Whichever comes first, fuel your passion. Protect your engine with Pennzoil Platinum Synthetic Motor Oil. Visit one of Speed Lube's six Decatur locations or in Lincoln or Clinton. Get your platinum oil changed today at Speed Lube. Offer ends September 30th. See Pennzoil.com slash rewards for promotion details. Don't miss your chance to cheer on Fighting Illini basketball this season. Deafening in here. 15,000, another shutout. We need all of Illini Nation to help us defend State Farm Center. in. hello. Slam dunk. Great seat locations are still available for you to see Illinois basketball live this season. And the celebration is on. Get your tickets today at FightingIllini.com. It's time for the 2023 St. Teresa High School Mega Raffle. This annual fundraiser helps St. Teresa offer a faith-based education to students in the area. Tickets are now on sale, and you can have a chance to win $100,000. Take advantage of the special bundles by purchasing multiple tickets, increasing your odds of winning. Only 5,000 tickets will be sold. How would winning $100,000 change your life? Buy your tickets today by calling 217-875-7950 or online at sttmega.com. Here is Nick Smith with your News Channel 20 Storm Team forecast. Today, we've got 20% chance of snow before 9 a.m., mostly cloudy, high of 48. Tonight, mostly cloudy, low of 33. For Thursday, rain likely afternoon, mostly cloudy and a high near 46. Friday, cloudy and breezy, high of 40. Current temperature in downtown Decatur, 36 degrees. Your WSOY time is 733. Sports on WSOY 1340 AM and 103.3 FM. Streaming live at nowdecatur.com. We are back here on a Wednesday. Time now to visit with Mark Topper and Topper on Sports. All right, let's start with baseball. The World Baseball Classic is underway, and um, if you're not familiar with what this is, this is a uh, uh, an international competition where various countries put together teams and they play uh, a tournament. They have there's 20 teams entered. They have four five-team pools. 
uh, and it runs. It's underway now, and it runs through March 21st when the championship game will be contested in Miami. Um, there's some more, I would just say this, more really good players are showing an interest in getting involved with this. I think initially uh, some uh, players jumped in and then others kind of watched and said, I, you know, I want to see what this thing is. And and as they've seen more other players get in, uh, they've wanted to be involved themselves. And, uh, you know, despite the fact that it conflicts with, spring training going on in Florida and Arizona. So um, the USA, uh, the Dominican Republic, and Japan are probably the three favorites in this tournament um, with Shohei Otani uh, leading the Japan roster. Uh, The U.S. roster is really good. Uh, Nolan Arenado and Paul Goldschmidt from the Cardinals on the U.S. team. Uh, Mike Trout and Mookie Betts. Uh, Kyle Schwarber on that U.S. team. Um, the Dominican Republic has a good team with uh, with uh, Manny Machado's on that. Juan Soto, uh, Eloy Jimenez. Um, I see where uh, Freddie Freeman is playing for Canada. Jose Altuve uh, leading the Venezuelan team. Tommy Edmond from the Cardinals playing for Korea. His mom's uh, family has some Korean heritage, and and that's what leads him there. Um, and, and then some players decided not to. I thought Wilson Contreras uh, made a good decision not to play for Venezuela, considering that um, he's with a new team, the Cardinals, and um, I think his priority should be getting to know his pitchers and his pitching staff um, you know, with uh, the Cardinals in Jupiter. And so that made sense to me. If you want to watch it, it's on a couple of stations, but Fox Sports 1, FS1, would be kind of the go-to uh, station. Uh, Fox Sports 2, if you happen to get that, is another one. But that championship game will land on FS1 uh, on March the 21st. All right, good stuff. On the other side of the break, we'll get to the Big Ten and uh, the tournament begins and the uh, conference awards with Mark Tupper and Tupper on Sports. It's brought to you by First National Bank, the quality bank, now open in downtown Decatur. Hi, I'm Britt Miller, new owner of Bechtech. Our business is a family-owned business and has been located in Decatur for over 50 years. Keeping our business in Decatur and in the family for future generations is at the very heart of our business. When I approached First National Bank about helping the transition to the next generation, their team responded by helping make sure the financial side of the process was taken care of and worry-free. Bechtech looks forward to many more years in Decatur and banking locally at First National Bank. First National Bank, the quality bank. Member FDIC, FNBQuality.Bank. We're back here with Mark Tupper. All right, Big Ten. Uh, the Big Ten tournament starts today uh, in Chicago at the United Center. Two games uh, this evening, 5.30 Ohio State, Wisconsin, and then at 8 o'clock uh, Minnesota and Nebraska, both on the Big Ten network. And then uh, four games tomorrow, including 5.30 uh, when Illinois plays Penn State. The uh, championship game will be contested on Sunday. Sunday is also the day for the um, NCAA tournament selection shows. I'll say plural because both the men's and women's uh, shows will be on Sunday. And the Illini women at 22-9 and will be waiting to hear their name called uh, to go to the women's NCAA tournament. The, I, I said yesterday who I thought I would vote for in the Big Ten men's basketball awards. And um, uh, the, both the coaches team and the media team, there was also an AP team announced yesterday, uh, were announced. And, and we were in agreement on uh, quite a few. Um, their first team uh, for the coaches, the coaches picked Zach Eady 
as the player of the year, uh, Trace Jackson Davis from Indiana, uh, Jalen Pickett from Penn State. I had all of those on my team. They liked Chris Murray from Iowa, and they put Terrence Shannon from Illinois on the first team, which surprised me. Happy for him, but um, I can't make the case that Terrence Shannon was more impactful than uh, Boo Booey or Hunter Dickinson. Uh, but uh, at any rate, uh, they had um, Matthew Meyer from Illinois on the third team. And then the media ended up with six first-teamers. They must have had a tie. Uh, Trace Jackson Davis, uh, Zach Eady, Jalen Pickett, Boo Booey. Hunter Dickinson and Chris Murray, they had uh, Taryn Shannon on the second team, Matthew Meyer on the third team. I didn't mention anything about Coach of the Year yesterday, and yet that uh, seemed to me to be an interesting vote because I didn't think you could go wrong with either Matt Painter from Purdue or Chris Collins from Northwestern, and it kind of goes back to the old argument, who do you think did more with less? And and the coaches uh, and the media both picked Chris Collins. I think the AP picked uh, a tie between Matt Painter and Chris Collins. Uh, uh, some people think, well, Matt Painter had uh, a great team and, and just did what was expected. That's not true. They were picked fifth in the preseason, and they lost a, a number of good players from last year, including an All-American uh, in Jaden Ivey. And uh, so he did. He, he exceeded expectations. Chris Collins wildly exceeded expectations. So either one of those picks was a pretty good one. All right, my friend, enjoy your day. You'll be with Kevin the next couple of days, and I will see you on Monday. Mark Topper and Topper on Sports. Simply the best of the best. I have a thing we'll get to before the end of the show today that's almost incomprehensible. Two things I read yesterday, the top 50 paid athletes of all time. Some surprises there. And then the top 50 most valuable actors, meaning the amount of money they get per second on screen. You might be really surprised who's at the top of this list. You might really be surprised who's at the bottom of this list. Very intrigued with both of you. Because, lists. I mean, you go Tiger Woods, LeBron James, Michael Jordan. I mean, you know. Mm-hmm. I'll take three of the top ten right there. Sure. This is a little different. Mm-hmm. And why is it that, like, we have this... In general, in this country, like the rich guys going to space, you, you know, like we have this contempt for sort of these big wigs making all this money. But we don't feel that way about Sandra Bullock. It's interesting. $95,000 a second. There is nothing you can do in your life that is worth that much money. No talent you can possess that's worth $95,000 a second. And I don't, I mean, I love her. I don't have anything against her at all. And I also don't have anything good if that's what they want to pay her, then she can command that thing good for her. But why do we not hold that ridiculous thing in contempt the way we do the other things? $95,000 a second. That seems obscene, doesn't it? It can't, yeah, it can when put that way. And then there's really even no rhyme or reason to it. When you think of the biggest movie star in the whole world would be Dwayne Johnson. Tom Cruise makes $26,000 a second. He needs a new agent. Well, he's on screen more. It, It shouldn't matter. Well, they're doing the same amount of work generally. She's getting a bigger contract for the work she does than he does. It's how much money you make per second on screen. Right, but if you film a scene that gets cut, you essentially did that for free. 
I mean, I see what you're saying. Oh, come on. There's no justification for no, this kind of ridiculous money. money if a overall. CEO was being paid this, we would all go, oh, you can't help the little guy out. I mean, we do this all the time with Hollywood. Uh, I mean, you do in particular. You're like, oh, they're out there in Hollywood. I mean, I do not go. They're out there in Hollywood. You do too. Give, give me an, uh, give me one example of what I actually said about they're out there in Hollywood. <laughs> you know, I don't have that right. Okay, there. then don't make the allegation if <laughs> you, you can't back it up. You do do talk of Hollywood as if it's some it magical. Is. Well, I don't. Hollywood talks about itself right. that way. So I mean, they it's can't not like line it, up to make satires about how ridiculous right. these people are. And when you start talking about, I mean, it's but it is weird. Like athletes, we don't necessarily do this with, right? I mean, mm-hmm. I feel like Michael Jer- Jordan earned every penny, or Tiger Woods, right? You know, uh, and, and we think about corporate CEOs, or we think about the Jeff Bezos, or the you, you know the uh, Mark. Uh, you, you Zuckerberg, know, Zuckerberg, or or you know, you they're all mm-hmm. kind of like Darth Vader. Well, they could. They... None of them are making ninety five thousand dollars a second. Oh, I bet I I a bet second. they second man. They they're making a dude. They're making. Yeah, they're so also much working full time year round. I mean, she can literally go work for six weeks and make ninety five thousand dollars a second of screen time. <laughs> I mean. If you're just going to go apples to apples, I'm not a fan of Mark Zuckerberg, but I'm sure Mark Zuckerberg is working year round. Maybe. Yeah. And yeah. he also created his thing. He can pay himself whatever he wants to. It's his thing. He created it. Someone's hiring her to do this. I didn't realize I saw her or anything. She had that weird, like, horror film on Netflix. Oh, Bird Box. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's been a couple of years. My husband. It's just a weird list. We'll get into it a little mm-hmm. later. Jennifer Ballinger is going to join us on the other side of the break from ADM. Doing a lot of great stuff in the community to the tune of $700,000 in contributions. We'll give you the breakdown of that on the other side of the break. Stay tuned. The Mount Zion Chamber of Commerce loves our member businesses and wants you to learn more about them, too. Here's this month's member spotlight. Decatur Memorial Hospital is part of Memorial Health and is a community-based, not-for-profit hospital that provides inpatient, outpatient, primary, and specialty care, home health, and hospice services to our community in Decatur and surrounding areas. The guiding mission at DMH is to improve lives and build stronger communities through better health. DMH has been serving the community since 1916. Golf is more fun with friends at the Decatur Park District. Swing into spring at your favorite golf courses in Decatur. Play around or hit the driving range at Red Tail Run or Hickory Point Golf Course for some well-deserved time outdoors. Want to receive a discounted golf season pass? Refer a golfer, refer a friend that hasn't held a golf pass in the last four years, and you both receive a 10% discount. Plan a day to Golf Decatur and refer a friend today. Swing on into GolfDecatur.org for more information. I always wanted to learn Spanish, but I never thought I'd have the time. Then I discovered Babbel. Babbel's lessons are fun. They only take like 10 or 15 minutes, and in three weeks, presto, you're starting to speak another language, like magic. I love that Babbel's lessons aren't just robots talking. They're voiced by native speakers, so you get the pronunciation just right. If you want to learn a language, there's no faster, easier, better way than Babbel. 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 Go to Babbel.com to try for free. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Babbel.com. Accumulation. Preservation. Generation. At Busey Bank, these are the principles we use to build meaningful financial partnerships with our clients and their families. With sound advice and vast resources, partner with Busey for a personalized approach to your legacy. Busey Bank. 
building business, growing wealth since 1868. Proud to be the official bank of the Fighting Illini, member FDIC. Listening to Buyers and Company, streaming live at NowDecatur.com. You know, I've never really associated this with summer. No, I mean, it makes sense. It's pretty literal. All right, we're back here on a Wednesday, and uh, Nick has got a uh, summer playlist going. I think he's being, like, optimistic about we got a lot of March left. You remember uh, St. Patrick's Day parades this weekend? So that's always sort of when you get to that point, you feel like there's light at the end of the tunnel, right? That's right. Or here comes the sun. I'm cheating a little bit. Just looking ahead. According to George Harrison. All right. We are back here. ADM, uh, we all know uh, what they do in our community. Uh, You you know, 4,000-plus jobs. They stepped up big time for the folks at Acorn over the last couple of weeks. Uh, Had a a job fair out there at Workforce Investment Solutions. Uh, Greg was in. Uh, with us and uh, right after being in with us for the FFA week because they were at MacArthur and Eisenhower High Schools with the Ag Academy, a lot of their executives and people in the classroom uh, talking directly to uh, kids about futures uh, and job prospects with ADM. Uh, Jennifer Ballinger joins us in studios uh, here today who heads up the efforts of uh, ADM Cares. She's the director. And, and I think it's important to note, not everyone realizes, ADM Cares is a global thing. That's right. I mean, it's not just Decatur. It's everywhere ADM is. Yes, yes. Decatur is one important piece, but we certainly do things all over the globe. And if you follow them on LinkedIn, you probably get the better understanding of just some of the things they do. Because, like, okay, here they are in Brazil, and here they are right. elsewhere. And then those needs are very different based on where you are, right? They are, yes. We uh, we work with and lean on a lot of the local people, right, to tell us what makes sense for that community or what are the needs or if there's, unfortunately, a disaster that hits, whether it's flooding or earthquakes or whatever, we're there to help in any way we can. Yeah, and do amazing things. So uh, let's talk local, though, today, because uh, you're you're giving back $700,000 uh, to the Decatur community in support of nonprofit organizations and educations. Um, how is this determined? You know, I know you have pillars, and most companies do, right? Do you define who you are as a culture, and that sort of defines what you give back to and support? Is that correct? That's correct. Yes. We focus on three key areas through ADM Cares, food security, health and well-being, and sustainability. And those very intentionally mirror the company's strategic pillars. All right. So that's what you're doing in the world. And so you're then in turn supporting those needs uh, in those categories and areas. Now, um, how do you decide where this $700,000 goes? Right. We have, as I just mentioned, just like in all our other communities, we have a ADM Cares Decatur Ambassador Network, and those are people that work throughout the business in all different functions and have children that go to school at different um, schools that receive grants and are involved in different nonprofits. And so we look to them to make recommendations on what would make sense and what would be a good way to make an impact in the local community. And then we share those recommendations with a team of Decatur leaders. They say, okay. Then we send it off to a global ADM cares committee who reviews everything we do around the world and they say yay. And then we 
move forward and so it's, it's a grants. very formal process it's a rigorous yeah. formal process and a lot of people see and review and approve those things well i, I think that's good though i i mean you know I, I think it's inherent to the culture that so many people are involved it's not just a wing over here that does the good stuff in the community you've got buy-in across the board yes of people knowing a what's going on but also what the need is right exactly and i think when it's embedded and it's a part of your culture and your business it doesn't become like you said this other offshoot and something that we do maybe a couple times a year. It's something that is a part of our culture and our business, and we think about it every day and see how we can make an impact. All right, so let's talk about uh, the breakdown. Close to 30 nonprofit organizations will benefit from this $700,000. Correct, yes. Uh, Habitat for Humanity, you guys are going to do a home build. We're excited. This is a new partnership for us. We have not traditionally partnered with Habitat for Humanity locally. We are going to do an, a home build. Our our team's really excited. Um, this past 2022, we did a lot of volunteer activities, and you'll see here we'll talk more about some of the things we're going to leverage again this year and some new things. But we're partnering specifically with DPS and a lot of their students in the trades functions to help uh, teach them some on-the-job skills and also build a home for some local residents. Okay. Uh, and, and I think that organization has kind of doubled down and tripled down locally here to get kind of more relevant and out there because you're not alone. Other people have jumped on this as well. So I think it's great. It's, it's one of those things, you know, you got to support, you know, if, if you have a race for the cure, you know, yeah, someday we're going to cure cancer. But I love things that, like, when you're done, there's something standing there and a family's going to benefit. I mean, that there's an end result. Yes, and it's so and a meaningful. home for somebody is like the right. ultimate of that. Right, an immediate need that you can serve for a family here in Decatur, and we can drive by it every day and say that's the home that we built. All right, Northeast Community Fund and their food pantry. Yes, this is exciting. You know, we are a very longtime partner with Northeast Community Fund, and food security here locally is something that's so important and near and dear to our hearts at ADM. And we talked with Northeast Community Fund and decided and um, learned that there are needs for pantries in many of the schools here locally. So we are going to adopt Hope Academy and work with Northeast Community Fund to provide a food pantry in the school. Yeah, I just uh, saw their principal last week. We were principal for a day uh, with District yes. 61 and then got to meet everybody afterwards for lunch. She's great. Uh, and that uh, if you go to that school, I, people don't go to public schools enough. And, and I get it. If you don't have kids there, there's really no reason. But when you get inside those buildings and meet the people and see the kids, it's impossible not to want to help. Right. All right that's right. great. So you'll have there at Hope Academy. All right. And then uh, I know you're working with the Kidder Public School District in a lot of ways. I mean, clearly the FFA uh, Ag Education Center that was funded by the Buffett Foundation will be open soon. I mean, it's crazy, like a month from now. It seems uh, like it was so far off uh, in the future, uh, and it's here. It's here. Uh, <laughs> and I know you guys have uh, been out there and, and talking about uh, career paths and what makes sense for you guys. Uh, you know, So what are you going to be doing with, you know, particularly with the FFA program and the Dwayne Andreas Ag Academy this coming year? Right. We partner with FFA and with the Ag Academy to do lots of different activities throughout uh, the district. We are looking to continue on some of the volunteer and engagement activities you just talked about. We also provide a lot of supplies and other things that the teachers need to make um, make those uh, activities and events happen. And we um, continue to partner with the school and determine what those needs may be and really focus on FFA and looking at ways we can make the ag industry specifically 
connect to a lot of these students in a meaningful way. Okay. And then what about your volunteer engagement? Because I know uh, it seems over the last few years, and I, I think probably some of that was COVID really, but I've seen a lot of ADM t-shirts and a lot of ADM hats doing a lot of things in big numbers, right? Yes. We, uh, as I mentioned, 2022, we had a lot of excitement and really made some, some goals to do several different volunteer activities here in the community on a wide scale. We are going to once again partner with Beautify Decatur to do a community cleanup in June. We had uh, Juan came out last year and he's hoping he can make it again this year and other leaders and we're excited to clean up uh, the area and it's a great opportunity, like you said, for members of our ADM team to go out and make an immediate impact. It's something we can see Immediately. Yeah, and along with uh, uh, the uh, literally the Feed My Starving Children, which, you, you know, I, I was unbelievably impressed with that process. I, I mean, you guys are putting this stuff together. I mean, it was, I don't know how many employees were out there, but I mean, you were literally boxing up food for people all around the world. Yes, we had over 200. We had to shut off our volunteer sign up, yeah, you know, within, within and it was like, it less looked like than people a week. From like, all over the company. Yes, yes. Um, people, you know, it's really interesting. And what I love so much about Feed My Starving Children is they ha- do such a wonderful job of identifying needs throughout the world and helping kids get the nutritious food they need. And this, I think, is such a great partnership because on top of the dollars that we give and also the volunteer activities, we also supply the the textured vegetable protein that goes into the pack. So many people are working throughout the business, seeing that product come off the line and then putting it in a, a meal pack that's going to go feed someone across the world. All right. You're also partnering with Millican University for an ADM day of service. We are. This is a newer activity for us this year, too, and we're very excited. Of course, Millican, we have a number of Millican alum that work at ADM in several different functions. And so the team said, let's partner with Millican. Let's see what we can do. We're going to, in August, have a community cleanup and volunteer day with them. All right. And then, and I know we won't get to all of the the nearly 30 organizations, but just giving you a sample, uh, you're also going to be working with Mount Zion uh, uh, in their schools with a a STEM enhancement project. Uh, You know, the science, technology, engineering, math, clearly a big part of what you guys do. Right, right. We are partnering again with Mount Zion and we have funded them and many other county schools where we have a number of our um, employees have students that uh, and kids that go there as well. We're going to do some our our R&D team. I would be remiss not to mention that they have been so innovative and active of thinking of ways they could make science and technology interesting to kids. And so they go out and do this really cool experiment where they show lots of different flavors and colors and the kids get to mix them in the bottles and they learn a little bit of science and also get to taste some pretty interesting drinks. All right. It's great stuff. Uh, $700,000 in donations. I think if you put just, you know, employment hours on top of that and volunteer time and the sheer number of bodies, uh, it's north of, you know, more than a million dollars of, you know, in-kind contributions along with the cash, which is really cool. Uh, keep up the great work. And thank you for stepping up big time for those 450 families a couple of weeks ago that got left out in the cold. Uh, you know, Greg was great. All the folks over at ADM, uh, I know it was a big success, you know, your day out at Work Ford Investment Solutions. And who knows, you know, you know, maybe some of those people that were in such dire straits a couple of weeks ago will be employees that are out volunteering on these efforts you're doing over the next year. Yes, yes. And, you know, Decatur is such an important part of our ADM community. It's 
an important part of our business and we we love it. We want to make sure it's sustainable and, and do things like this whenever we can. Yeah. And then we were just out at Richland. Nick, uh, I didn't understand any of it, uh, uh, but it, it looked really <laughs> smart. They got the, you know, we had them on uh, a month or so ago with John Oliver from Richland. They got this where you go through this 28 week uh training that you get paid by ADM and you're at ADM part of the time and at Richland part of the time and we got a tour this week of just what that looked like and I'd not been in these classrooms before I mean I I, I didn't know what anything was but it looked very impressive to me uh and all your colleagues including like your director of global operations that were there to kind of see it firsthand that was cool yes this is another amazing process um where ADM cares bought all of the different equipment the yeah. machines that you saw and then our operations team really supported this and said, we need operators. We need people trained that we can have come and work in our operations. And so the, the team, they did a fantastic job. No doubt yes. about it. All right, Jennifer, we appreciate it. Thank you. News is next. We'll be back with more after this. Car, home, mobile device, we're there. WSOY Decatur, 1340 AM and 103.3 FM, streaming live at nowdecatur.com. This is RJ Crace with your stories now brought to you by Shop on Main. Anna Waters Head Start in Macon County and Champaign County are getting more than $10 million of federal support from the Department of Health and Human Services. Anna Waters gets $2.2 million, and Champaign County's Regional Planning Commission gets $7.9 million. Head Start programs serve more than 36 million children across the country. Does Illinois need a new state flag? Well, State Senator Doris Turner has introduced a measure that would create a commission to develop a new state flag. Turner says she would like the state to take a community approach to create a new design for Illinois' official state flag. Turner has proposed a bill that would create a commission to explore new flag designs. You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.